live. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, good friend, personal confidant, Michael wow. Costa. Hey, guys. You know him from The Daily Show. He's at the Funny Bone all weekend long. You guys got to go out. I will be there at one of the shows Saturday. You don't know which one, so maybe buy tickets Ooh. to both. Yep. Double up. Michael Costa, welcome back to St. Louis, buddy. Thanks, you guys. It's fun to be here. It's New been, York been, hasn't been a little while. You up. I like it. New York has fattened me up, no, not but not. you got to just work out harder. Uh-huh. As you get older, I don't know what you guys do, but you got to... Oh, you can tell. I mean, you can, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we are I can in charge see of our Louis. bodies. <laughs> I don't know how it works for you, but if I choose to enjoy a meal, it hurts for like two and a half days now. It's like, oh, I'm going to do a burger and fry, and then it's like for two days, you know, I, 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 everything hurts. I'm 39. I'm 34. Yeah. The opposite of that, Travis laughs because he's got this whole like sugar addiction thing going on. But I, he's the ooh, best. A plus. Be, yeah. On the <laughs> other side of that, when I eat healthy, I feel so good and I yeah. just beat myself up that I yeah. haven't been eating healthy every day of my life for the last five years. It is right? funny when you choose to go healthy how you don't find yourself asleep two hours later <laughs> you're down, and it's like why Screaming don't i do this yeah, why like, don't i do this uh sugar addiction is some real shit it's intense and it, it is it is no it joke. activates the same part of the brain as like hard drugs mm -hmm. and they Absolutely. know this they know this <laughs> and they keep pushing it on us we're having a meeting with most of Travis's family later today on this very subject. Is that right? Oh, I think it's an intervention of some sort, but whatever. <laughs> are, are you the one who's addicted to sugar? I love sugar so goddamn much. Yeah. It is so everything. Yeah. And it's in everything. It's oh, yeah. It's in everything. Yeah. yeah. It's not fair, too, because of uh, yeah. the genes that he pulls in. Like, sure. really, he should be 640 pounds, mm -hmm. like the way he eats, but uh, I hold up enough for both of us. I, I did Roy Wood Jr., speaking of, and I went down to Florida to cover this, you know, they had to shut down a lot of their beaches this year because... I was going to say great work. Yeah, yeah great thank work. you. Because of the... Well, the East Coast has uh, blue-green algae, right. mm -hmm. and the West Coast has red tide, but they're basically the same shit. What, can I swear? Yeah. Please. Which is the sugar plantations are making so much sugar uh, in the center of the state and they all of their fertilizer and phosphorus they just dump into Lake Okeechobee, which then drains to the ocean, blooms the algae, kills all the animals, what? shut down the beach, can cause I was in Florida, can cause cancer in humans, yep. has killed small dogs. All of this is happening. Florida, the the, the Sunshine Beach State, <laughs> and all I'm going is like sugar's delicious man. <laughs> like like they are literally the, people won't go on the record and tell us it's sugar because the sugar lobby is so powerful big they will smear you big sugar yeah. is like it it's the mafia it is the mafia <laughs> and it's florida and that's like not even the top five worst things about yeah florida. exactly you will <laughs> see and, and i'm sure you run into this with social media and being on the daily show and everything you will see someone who is I'm going to say 95% vegan. They yeah. make sure they walk only on uh, right. biodegradable concrete, <laughs> right. if that's a thing. It is and a the, thing. And they'll still be like, oh, Junior, still get to cook, cook. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. that's, that's it. That's yeah. all. No. Feed, yeah. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't even think of feeding their kid like a, a piece of venison, which would be the yeah. healthiest thing they could have. Well, oh. I, I always laugh at it because I, I, as you learn about all this stuff with big sugar, I'm like, they do all this so they can make sugar cheaper. Right. But I'm going, can you not shut the beaches down and I'll pay a little more for sugar? Like, it's not like it's not like sugar is is, is sugar wiping out our budget. It's going to it's, it's probably they're probably like Uber. They're going to make it real cheap in the beginning yep. and then slowly bring it up. 
How, yeah. how quickly did it take you to adjust? I feel like your lifestyle has to change in New York. I feel like in yeah. order to keep up with that city, you have to absolutely basically adjust everything about your lifestyle. For sure. So how long did For that sure. take you? But you're, you're an athlete. I would imagine it wasn't that Dude, much of a change. No, it's a huge change. So I think when I first met you guys and, and came here, I had just come back. So I, I lived in New York for 2013 and 14 when okay. I was on a sports show called Crowd Goes Wild mm-hmm. on Fox Travis's Sports One. Travis's favorite, Travis, Regis Philbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah Regis my Philbin. friend yeah. Brandon Williams used to be on that. There Brandon you go. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. He used to, he used uh-huh. to, he used big, to guest on there sometimes. Another big 10 guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that guy. Um, so I had already dipped my toe in New York City for right. a year, right? And let me tell you what. That first dip, it... it it whooped the shit out of me. <laughs> I went in. I traveled the whole world. But this is so you go Illinois to L.A. to New York. Illinois so there was a softening L- period. Let's for make, sure. Make for sure. Explore. But what I was just going to say is like I traveled the world. You know, <laughs> I have I have been everywhere. I, I have I played tennis. I've done comedy. I felt pretty confident that I could handle some shit. Right. right. And as soon as as soon as you show up to New York with any even just a sliver of confidence it's going to beat the shit out of you. Don't even, I'm not saying cocky. I'm saying believing that I could handle something. Today's going to be a good day. No, it's not. Oh, you've been in four screaming arguments and it's 8.30 a.m.? On a Tuesday already? Non-relatives, yeah. too. Non-relatives. Just, just folks. Oh, the locksmith? You almost just punched the locksmith that showed up because you locked yourself out because because the doorman won't let you in? You, you know, you know, like, it, it is a fight. It is a fight. So my second time around in New York, which is now... Uh, much better. Right. I live in Brooklyn. Budget. Does budget help with that, or is this your mindset? Because I'm, I'm assuming you'd, you're better off now than you were then. Oh, well, I, I don't know how people do poor New York. Right. I, I don't. I mean, I, I've Four fortunately. Roommates. I mean, yeah. I, I've never had to do that because my first time there, I was 35. Yep. Right. I made a. I had a living wage, and then this time I'm 39. So, so I. I People at the Daily Show office, there's food everywhere at the Daily Show office. They got breakfast, they got lunch, snacks, everything. I look over, all the like interns and the uh, the PAs are like 23, 24. They are just like bags, just pushing food into bags because they're taking the it home. The stars probably don't even touch food. the food either. Food is food. It's grocery yeah. shopping. Yeah. And I'm always like, at first I was judging like, why, you know, why do they keep taking all the blueberry muffins? And I'm like, I'd be doing the exact same thing. <laughs> You don't have money. You don't have money. Right. I bought oh. a beer once in the Lower East Side, which is where all these like twenty-year-olds live. I put it down. I turn to talk to somebody. I come back. A, 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 some girl stole my beer. Shut like, up. Like, like they'll go to the bar and steal because there's no money. No one has any. That's no one has any money. So but you got to have that social life. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Again, so. I want to just remind everybody listening. Go check out Michael Funny Bone all weekend long. Follow him on Twitter at Michael Costa. Yeah. Always very funny points of view on there. Always is it? That. Is it? Do I? I, I like. See, I, I, maybe it's because I know you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Look at Michael, really poking the. Bear I know, but there. I don't know what I gain. What What do we gain from Twitter? <laughs> oh. What do we gain? No, yeah. We, we what am I gaining? I have a job. I love my job. Right. What am I? What What? All I can do is lose on there. Yeah, no, lose it, my job, yeah. lose fans. Uh-huh. I, I, every time I tweet, Maybe I go, lose your family. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> lose that too. I lost the Oscar hosting. 
They had me first. No, but it's like, what are we gaining? I, you know, uh, I've I'll, tempted fate by uh, I had a, a quick open and shut case, but it could have went bad. Yeah, a tryst with Black Twitter once, and I, yeah, I shut did. it down, yeah, and I won. It was I'm one. Oh, you won. You beat Black Twitter. But now, but now I won't ever go back. Stopped. He just. I won't ever go back. You just left. You just gotta stop. See, I've been in Twitter nine years in, and now that you've asked that question the way that you just asked it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're built, if you're building something, I think there's there's rewards. Sure. And but for me, a stand-up comic, my dream job is was to get this job. Right. I would say it's built. You know, it's. I'm yeah. not saying I'm done, right. but it's like, yo, this was like as a kid, I used to lay on the floor and watch Craig Kilborn's The Daily Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like like it, 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 it inspired me in so many ways, and so now I'm now I'm in this place. I love it. I got to get to work with these great people. And I'm tweeting about Serena Williams, you know, at the U.S. Open claiming I'm a mother and I'm getting all like mail on it. And I'm going, what are you gaining, bro? What are you, what? You're going to send this out for what? For what? Since you so you, <laughs> Let's toss that out. I remember it, when this when this happened. And please finish, finish your thought if I've, I've cut this off. Travis, do you remember whenever and I think the voice is what crafted this whole thing because we talked about it on the morning radio show right. and everything. So I said, <laughs> if McEnroe says, was it Venus or Serena? He said, probably Serena, Serena, that she's 700. Right. I was like, that's, that's not, that's not an insult. Like right. that's good. We're looking at 800 plus 864 ranking the world. I need an expert view and I don't, I can't, I don't think I texted you or anything about it, but I need an expert point of view. Let's take away his mm, energy, right? Yeah. It's McEnroe, so people sure. go, this, this dick, like yeah. that. You're talking about the comment he made. The comment he made yeah. saying... When he was trying to sell books. Right. I always have to back See, that and up. And that's right. the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. But then if we're going to just drill down on it, yeah. where would you rank her? And Serena? Have you, have you played... Have you, so I saw, I've seen this in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. A 140-pound girl can choke the daylights out of a 200-pound man in yeah. the right situation with no yeah. punch, whatever. Yeah. So... Tennis. Actually, that, that's interesting conversation about martial art. I mean, jujitsu. I haven't thought about that. In tennis, I think what John McEnroe said, and it was, I, I blame, well, I don't, I don't blame anybody, I guess. I think he said that the, the 200th man in the world could beat Serena. Right. And I would, I stand, I would stand by that wholeheartedly. 200th man in the world could beat the number one man in the world on the right day. Correct. Yeah. 100%. That, that does happen. Right. I, right. I, I would... I, it, it, it's just not even a fair comparison, and I don't mean that. It, it, it's it's it, they're different games, they're different, they're different styles. Think. It's not yeah. like I, I don't I don't think that should be seen as an insult, you know. Right. Um, and but when I was 17 and I was training in Florida, I was ranked 44 in the country in the juniors. Okay, right. 44. I would train every day with Jennifer Capriati, who was ranked eight in the world in in WTA, right. and I I could beat her. You know, and I was right. 17. So it's just, it, it's just different. I, John McEnroe, one, was trying to sell books. Two, what we love about John McEnroe is he says the truth. Right. I think he spoke the truth. Right. What I get mad at Serena at, and this is why, this is why you're good at your job, because here I go. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love Serena Williams. Yeah. Nobody hates to lose more than Serena Williams. Oh right. She 
goes insane. She right. would rather burn the place down <laughs> than lose the match. And right. this is the same. Tom Brady's the same. You see, yes. see when it's not going well, how he goes yeah. fucking insane. Yes. Right. He starts yes. screaming at his linemen, <laughs> right. his coach. I, this is what makes champions. Right. I love this Very about true. Serena. And this is why I've always supported her. She's the best thing for women's tennis. She was half raised in Saginaw, Michigan, half raised in Compton, Compton. California. You That's see why thing. tennis hates her? Right, right. <laughs> like she, she, she's the best for this but when she starts saying i'm a mother you can't do this to me I, I lost it and i'm like serena all i've done is defend you i love you i love you but but you know hey i she shows the world how intense and competitive it is on court right right and that's what i love about her in death sometimes it doesn't always work and she's got to stop choking like she is so much better than these chicks she loses to all the time is she losing but, interest I'm not saying know, she's just, uh, yeah. not like you just said, she's very competitive, she but I feel like she's to, at the point in her life where a hungry 23-year-old is no, there's nothing uh, compared right, to a hungry right. 20, as compared to somebody who's like, yeah. I have millions of dollars. I gotta worry about. And I gotta she, got with my she got yeah. sick. Yeah, she got sick when she gave birth, sick. and mm -hmm. it's like, yo, you get introduced to you know life after tennis. Yeah, I love watching Serena, but. Uh, I watch. I, I I prefer the men's game because that's what I know and I can relate to the most. But right. but but Serena is like, yo, you couldn't have designed a a better tennis athlete to piss off the tennis world <laughs> more <laughs> than Serena so Williams. Well, and how about like the and how odd that Tiger Woods and the Williams sisters came at the same time? That's just true. Turned to country club sports on yeah. their heads yeah. with just wide as shit sports. That's what the word you're trying to say. That's what I was trying to say. I was having some respect for the great That's Arthur That's a nice Ash. way to say wide as hell. Country club. But sport. weirdly, and I'm just going off of memory now, I feel like when Tiger came on the scene, and again, this could be wrong, he, he was embraced. When Serena and Venus came on, it was like... Who the fuck are they? We don't right. necessarily want braids. This. Remember the braids the and the hair? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. But, but I didn't didn't, I didn't golf embrace Tiger? Or, or no? I don't know. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think, think so because because you had a soft barrier to entry. Yeah, and was, listen, he said, "I'm at Stanford, y'all." Right. Right. <laughs> like right. It's, yeah. It, it started there. So Stanford at the time, you think. And maybe it was before him, but like oh, the Mark Madsons of the world playing college <laughs> yeah. basketball. Was he at Stanford? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think maybe that He's also white and it. Asian. Yeah. That yeah. helps. You know, maybe yeah. that helps. How, how much does race play into it? Maybe a lot. Probably a lot. Are you they the most athletic person on the show, by the way? Uh, Daily show? Yeah, I mean, has to be. Trevor would probably, you know. Trevor can Tre do what? Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say is like he, 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 may have, he may have to say something about that. But, really? But we haven't. We haven't gone toe to toe. Okay, tennis, athletic. Well, tennis, oh, no question. I was like, come on, man. There's nobody. There's no question. Tennis. Yeah. I mean, they can barely even hold a racket. <laughs> but uh, maybe basketball, yeah, I saw, I, baseball. Yeah, I'm something. trying to think. I mean, yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie does jujitsu. I don't okay. know if we talked to Ronnie about okay. jujitsu. Roy. I'm not really sure what Roy does athletically. Not really sure what well, Roy, Roy does. Athletic. That's the tweet we said that later you'll today. You'll catch a sneaky guy who's like, again, I haven't always been this weight, right? Maybe right, at some right, point, like right. Roy was uh, rocking and rolling in the athletics. I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, well, well, there are these, there are these flags that that have our pictures on them in front of the studio, and they all have like a little phrase under them right. for each of us. Mine just says, "I'm white," but. Uh, <laughs> Which, which makes me laugh. But, I love that. That's yeah. That's I'm, I'm like, like, oh, look, yeah, he I'm is. Like, yeah, but Roy agree more. Yeah, <laughs> Roy's is great. It says athletic ish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. You know, look, I I started playing tennis when I was four. I started doing comedy Jeez. when I was 27. So 
I, I've been, you know, sport was the first 20 years of my life. Right. It's like what I did every single day. So I don't, I don't see anybody at the Daily Show being more athletic than it, me. Is it, do you get this a lot? I'm, I, look, I, I'm not going to pretend like I know comedy culture in New York, but I'm curious, being on the Daily Show, mm-hmm. do, is there a weird stigma around that? Do other comedians get weird when you go to comedy clubs? Like, it, like how have the comedy sure. community in New York treated you now that you've been on the Daily Show yeah. for a few years now? It, it, it's definitely helped get my foot in the door, right? You know, without question, and I'm I'm very thankful for that right. because I, I feel like uh, I want as much stage time as I can get, of course, and so that helps. I will say this about New York, and this is this is good and bad about New York. They don't give like. New York doesn't give a fuck about you. Right. You're so, having an off night. You're not going to so, get the, exactly. the, the cushion laugh. Exactly. And, 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 and that, that, mm. that is harder at the beginning because I'm like, hey, guys, I'm an established stand-up. I've been in L.A. and I'm on a TV show. And they're like, we don't give a fuck. you got to come up the system just like everybody else. Right. Now, that's good for when I get through the system. Right. Because then I'm like, oh, they really like... You know, they treat everybody the same in that regard, which okay. is like shit. But, uh, <laughs> but so, so I'm, you know, I'm really a two year, as far as my experience in New York comedy, it's, it's, it's I'm at two years. Okay. Uh, I'm very lucky. I got in all the clubs and I'm performing, but, um, you know, it, it, I don't have the same community and friendships there that I was able to build in LA over 11 years. Right. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But New York is unimpressed. Mm, right. with everything that's why the <laughs> best true. come out of there right you get it's like trevor price my football friend used to say iron sharpens iron you know mm-hmm. like when you come out of new york you are fucking you can take you can take anything and so i'm definitely in the weeds in new york you know getting tough and and uh and that's how that's how you get good say you started comedy like you cut out the tennis yeah. college maybe you dab a little bit you yeah We'll just we'll paint this alternate world where you bumped up to Chicago and you get three years under your belt, right? That's a good in, comedy. In Chicago, city. yeah, yeah. Are you great. going to L.A. or New York, knowing what you know now with no background other than like a Chicago three years? I'm 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 really happy with what my decision was, which was L.A. Yeah. Um, I thought very long and hard about that at the time well you you play you're different though you yeah. have options that a lot of stand-ups aren't going to you're a great host you can sure you can thank you front a show like a daily show. also but you could do news like you, do you news, could do sure. several yeah Th- yeah i i thought of it also one thing that i as i've talked with comics i'm very fortunate about because i had an athletic scholarship i'm not in debt you know so many right. of these comics very are true. in fucking debt it's That's not their point. fault like debt right cripples the, the young working people in this country sure. cripples us. The, what we do up. to our college students oh is an atrocity. Yes. Y- you go to Canada and Australia, other countries, and, and the government or it, the tuition is so cheap that when you get out of college with your degree, you can choose something you're passionate about, right. not something that'll just help you cover your debt. Right. So anyways, I didn't have debt. Uh, I was freezing my ass off in Michigan, <laughs> and I said... I'm going to eat shit wherever I go next because yeah. that's what you do. Let's go eat shit in the sunshine, L.A. So that's <laughs> what I chose, and I'm happy I did. I'm happy <laughs> right. I did. But I've also had to move to New York twice because of that. Right. Well, there's no path. Right. There's no, no there's path. Not. Just do. Just find a passion, go for it, and be willing to suck a few cocks on the way, and you can make it. <laughs> yeah. you, <laughs> we Somebody watch the fire Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we asked Roy about this, and especially now, um, and I would imagine during John Stewart's tenure, he had moments like this. But it feels like now with where we are now in this country with this right. president right. that you guys have to be on your shit like yeah. 
on the hour every hour of the <laughs> entire day. How has that adjustment been for you guys being riders? Or, and even though I know Roy mentioned that you guys almost something broke almost 30 minutes when you, before you start shooting and everybody had to ultimately rewrite everything sure. that you had seen. So sure. how difficult has it been being a comedian yeah. on the daily show yeah. in the Trump era? Yeah. It it's both, right? I mean, I, say, I mean, probably it, pretty inspiring. I mean, it's both. Yeah, like right. he, you know, you watch an Obama speech right now and it is like be, being read a bedtime story. Right. He was boring right. to the point yeah. that that he I, you know it was it was nice he didn't piss people off right this president tweets and and, it, and, and, and and it's like serotonin gets in your brain and it creates comedy right so we jokingly are thankful for president trump even though no <laughs> even though nobody in that office voted for him right. uh you know was it south carolina you did the uh peace space in? force maybe yeah, was yes. it Space Force? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, see, so, I see all these clips. Yeah, these like, clips. Oh my god! Uh, it, it because the Daily Show is daily. Right. You got to be willing to adjust, and and I think that's one thing that makes you really good as a, the correspondents, and, and why so many good correspondents come out. Right. Is it's like you got you have a plan, you have something written that's funny, you rehearsed it, and then it's like, oh wait, something new happened. You got to go make that funny now. Right. And so there's times where you'll be in the show all day. You're texting your mom, hey, watch the show I'm on tonight, mm -hmm. and then Trump tweets something, and you're cut, and they bring someone else in, and you can't like be sad about that. You, you know, you can't be a bitch about that. Right. That's where it's also good. It's in New York. It's right. like, oh, your train got canceled. Well, fucking, you're a man. Solve the problem. So, oh, Ubers are six thousand percent surging. Well, fucking walk. So, yeah, I mean, I think we all have a little Trump fatigue. Oh yeah, but. Settle in, everybody, because right. it may happen again. Right. Yeah, it may happen again. I, would, yeah. I would bet that it might. And this, uh, that message is brought to you coming from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Cox says at the Funny Bone, all weekend long, highly recommend going to see him. Very funny on stage. You'll truly enjoy him. Follow him. Watch The Daily Show. I've got one more. Travis, I don't know what you got. So you're at what most people would call a pinnacle. Uh, you could ride out your career on The Daily Show, do stand-up, and be a monster at there what you want to do. That what do you want nice. to? What do you want to do the next time we talk to you? Like, say it's another couple it's good, years. It's a good question. I mean, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, look, you, you're never. It was like in tennis. When I always was like, okay, once I get to a thousand in the world, I can just like take a deep breath. Yeah. And then go like, all right, I can at least put something on my fucking tombstone. Right. As soon as you get to a thousand in the world, you're like, the guy who's eight hundred isn't that fucking good. I know I. <laughs> Like what? Like what? Why am I? Why did I want to get to a thousand? Right. That's exactly what it is. But that's also life. I think that's just if you're an ev evolving human, right. you're always looking forward. I mean, I am still in what I call comedy PhD program right now, yeah. which is the Daily Show. Yeah. Uh, I am learning something every day. I'm challenged every day. I get angry every day. I, you know, I'm, I feel gracious every day about the whole process. But um, doing what Trevor does every day is very fucking hard you right. got to be charming professional funny endure so much there's the hatred online is insane right i i would love to be thrown into to that at some point in some capacity okay. but i don't think i'm ready yet for that it, it, it is tough i mean he and he also came in after john stewart which by the way impossible which but i mean how do you how do you 
how do you like everyone's was mad at him for something he can't even he can't, control, he can't even control. Like, control. Like, what do you like, want him to do got, not <laughs> take the opportunity come on right yeah. come on so uh, I'm learning so much right now, but at the end of the day, I, I'd love the opportunity to share my points of view on, on everything, but maybe someday that'll, that'll happen. I'd but it, if I can say like, and I think, and I, that's a testament to the correspondence, to Trevor, to everyone over there, yeah. that was, I would imagine a very unusual to say at least transition for everyone and sure. to see that you guys have made it your own sure. is incredibly impressive. So I do want to Thank congratulate you, you guys Thanks. on the work you've Thanks. done. Thanks. Since. I, I got to say it too, and we've had. I feel like it's so great that we ha we're lucky to get to talk to all these Daily Show. But we haven't even mentioned what about the blistering heat from Michelle yeah. Wolf? Yeah, like what yeah. about that? Like yeah. what a weird thing! And like yeah. to see her, and by no means is she, but like to see her skyrocket with all that. The Netflix thing comes out that goes away. Like yeah. she's still there. She's rocking yeah. on the stand-up scene. What yeah. an interesting world to be a part of, right? It was funny how everybody got mad at her for doing the job that they hired her. I, to that hire was her the most confusing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, know. aren't you the guy saying people are pussies? Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's strange. To, you know, Trevor always says this. He's he, he because when he got the job, there was all this. Well, why didn't you hire Chris Rock? Why didn't you hire Amy Schumer? And 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 he always says like, do you guys all think that you're the first choice? You know, yeah. Trevor says, I know I wasn't the first choice, right. Right. but. I'm going to take the opportunity. And it's always a good thing to remember, like especially in show business. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you got you got the offer? You think you're the first email yeah. that came in? <laughs> no, dude. 20, a lot of people said no first. Like, yeah. But like, like you know, that's okay. Right. Like, you know, don't be all, it's okay. And, and he's done a, a great job at a difficult uh, situation. And now at this point, 100%, the show is his point of view. Right. Initially, right. I think there it was is. some, yeah. there was a lot of Jon Stewart left over. But uh it's fun, man. It's fun, and it's also fun that I get to step out of it for a weekend and, and come back and do stand-up. Right. At the St. Louis Funny Bone. Of course. Westport Plaza. Yeah, all weekend. We I, I almost blew it. Uh, we did have a producer question. Who's your favorite professional tennis player of all time, and Ooh. why is it Boris Becker? <laughs> I feel like you always bring up Boris Becker. Do you follow him on Instagram? I don't, but one our, of our the, producer, Chris, needed to ask that. One of the worst Instagrams that, that exists is Boris Becker. <laughs> it is... It, you know, you know those follows that it's like, what is he? You know, it's like something's in German, and then there's like an inspirational quote in English, and then there's like a picture. Like, like I love that he knows. Oh, that. dude, I because I'm so good. You know that 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 sad uh, that that football soccer player just the Passed airplane crash. The airplane just crashed yeah. recently. But like his even Boris Becker's post about that was like weirdly. I'm sure it wasn't meant to be sarcastic, but it just it just didn't work. It did. But if you know any Germans, usually when they switch over to English, it doesn't work. You know, it's like <laughs> so. I highly recommend following Boris Becker on Instagram. My favorite tennis player of all time uh, was the Swede, the handsome Swede, Stefan Edberg. Mm, nice. Who I mean, mm. you talk Still about makes me shiver. You talk me. about tight shorts. Yes. <laughs> if you Google image Stefan Edberg, first of all, they named the sportsmanship trophy after him because oh he won it 10 years in a row and they just go let's just call it the Stefan Edberg sportsmanship <laughs> trophy this guy you got to get low when you come to net when you yeah. come to net you got to get low okay this guy is straight taking a shit when he comes to net <laughs> I mean so low so I'm a Stefan Edberg fan that'll do it Travis it. Michael Cox all weekend at the funny bone always thank a you. pleasure man thank you guys <laughs> we are live live live